and cool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend, co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. All right, I want you to take a wild guess as to who this tagline is for. Okay. Of anyone in the Bravo universe. When in doubt, Brussels sprout. <laughs> I don't know. Ryan. <laughs> oh my God. Elizabeth. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I was so distracted by everything else, and I was like seeing their marriage and that's so Raven, Crystal Ball. Oh, that's that's fair. There was a lot going on in that during scene. that scene. I could not pay attention to the Brussels sprouts. I have to admire her, and that is because she is just breaking all of the rules. Usually, it's the successful, career-driven man with the ditzy wife, who's just all for show and she has the glamour puss husband her words as in she thinks he's attractive with the little dog Mm -hmm. that he brings to dinner what a trailblazer she really is all right julia let's hear your tagline i looked like pamela anderson but that was 16 years ago whose tagline is that (laughs) oh that has I mean, that was way harsh. But Elizabeth, you were like, I don't see it. But can a 16-year younger version, could you see that? No. I could see that. I I could see see it. You guys are being very rude to Pamela Anderson. She's a very beautiful woman who has a nose. (laughs) You're being very rude to Nicole. My tagline this week, let's see if you guys can guess who it's for. You might be the champion of pickleball, but the ball is in my court. Lala. Yes. Lala. Lala. Okay, we have to get going. We got to talk about Salt Lake City because I'm about to explode. (laughs) I just have to say, though, real quick, knowing what we know about Lala and Randall, it's really hard to watch those scenes. And also James and Raquel. I know. Also knowing Schwartz and Katie are still together. Yes. (laughs) Woof. All right, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City continues to deliver. Um, What amazing group dynamics. I'm having a hard time following alliances and why that's the biggest part i'm having a hard time with when i'm having a hard time gauging the conflict because i think they are also struggling is meredith and lisa because at the end Mm -hmm. of the day they were actually on the same side in a Mm -hmm. weird way but it's definitely meredith has decided to side with mary for some unknown reason that's my big question and lisa developed a friendship with jen when jen was being a terrorist Mm-hmm. To Meredith, and I quote, mm-hmm. and maybe sleeping with the same guy if the rumors oh, yes. are Oh my goodness! I think that Lisa and Meredith will never be the same friendship-wise. They are no longer sisters, mm-hmm. but I'm having a hard time with them because at the end of the day, they kind of fell in the same position with Mary. It is weird because Meredith's the one that received the information from Cameron at Lisa's Mm -hmm. thing. And Meredith's the one that acted really freaked out. And she like really went hard for Mary just like an episode ago. Right. So it's very, it's very confusing to track her allegiance to Mary and why she's like suddenly the Mary whisperer that she's been called this season too. 
Is there something that happened online that Mary really had Meredith's back with? They're just saying that during the whole Brooks thing, she was the only person who didn't talk about her marriage and she was the only person who wasn't talking shit about Brooks like Jen was. But that's because Mary never showed up to anything. Exactly. She didn't even know that was she didn't in have, the rumor mill. No, she didn't have the opportunity to mm-hmm. talk shit. Mm-hmm. And like with Heather and Whitney backing Mary last season and I said they're going to eat their words and here they are. Like Meredith, like read the room. It's a matter of time. I'm kind of confused with what they're saying. It's like, okay, I think Heather has the best kind of stance on this. Jen, we all have these things. Nobody said anything. So we couldn't put it all together. Let's put it all together for Mary. But Meredith is doing a big hard no on that one because there's nothing to back it up. Like, it's so bizarre. I don't know. I'm very confused. I feel like there's definitely something happening that we are not seeing. Right. Because she's also the one that's like, we really got to get to the bottom of everything going on with Jen. Yeah. So for her mm-hmm. then to be like, nope, turning a blind eye to Mary doesn't make any sense. It's not necessarily she's aligned with Mary. It's that she's focused on Jen. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? If we go mm-hmm. against Mary, then we're not focusing on taking down Jen and that's her number one. So it's not necessarily like an allegiance. It's uh, she doesn't want to be distracted by it. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. What do you think of Whitney's focus on Lisa? Do you think it's deserved? Do you think Lisa has plotted out every single thing? thing that's going on like Whitney thinks she has I don't know why Whitney is obsessed with Lisa I don't either it's the most confounding thing in the world she thinks that Lisa's like a beautiful mind like has this amazing elaborate plan like I don't think so baby if I were a Lisa I would be flattered by Whitney's accusations to be Me honest too, but you could that's I mean that's what convinces me that Lisa's not really I'm um, trying to pull any strings here is just her reaction is always just she's I think she's genuinely baffled by Whitney but I feel like Cameron talking to Meredith was orchestrated by Lisa. Yes? That was the only thing I th- Do you think it was orchestrated to harm Whitney? Because that's what Whitney No! <laughs> no, I think... No, of course. I think that Cameron was supposed to talk to Whitney at the Fresh Wolf party. Because remember, uh-huh. she was invited. And then... We Whitney- got a fun plug of that this episode. Yeah. Fresh Wolf! And so when she didn't go to Fresh Wolf, then... <laughs> if Cameron had told Whitney that she could, Lisa could have outed Mary and thrown Whitney under the bus, which would have been a delicious mm-hmm. double whammy. Mm-hmm. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's like evil mastermind. Also, there's no proof of that. But I do <laughs> think it's very funny that the only reason Whitney did not get a $2,000 Louis Vuitton present from Mary is because she didn't answer a FaceTime like a month and a half ago. <laughs> I also thought it was hilarious, the discrepancy in the price tags on the gifts. Yeah. Heather's was so expensive. It was so expensive. Who's Heather's cousin, Julia? Whitney. Oh, yeah. So maybe she got Whitney's budget in there. But most of these things were just items that... (laughs) I would guess it's just all things she packed. Mm-hmm. Yes, just things she packed and decided to give because if I may be so bold, Please she's be. manipulating all of them. They all fall for her tactics that she uses to keep people at her church while they're arguing over whether or not she's doing those things to the people at her church. We know the people from the church bought these things in a roundabout way for oh, these women. It's true. Oh my God, I didn't think yep. about that. 300 G's of mortgage tone? This could be all camera money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I also what? found it hilarious. I just assumed that we were going to get a camera zoom-in shot of a Sai Louis Vuitton being left in Heather's room. But no, that girl took her Louis. Oh, fuck yeah. And packed it and took it home. 
Even though Mary was like, I want my Louis Vuitton back. Um, something else I thought was very, very great of Mary. Like, what an excellent circular reasoning when they were saying, like, I think it's Lisa saying, Mary, they're saying all this stuff about your church. Is it true? And Mary's response was not to deny it. If you were a good friend and were faithful to me, you mm-hmm. wouldn't be asking these questions. Very clever, Mary. Very clever. Should I mind trick me? Yes. Do you think you're Jesus? <laughs> oh, God, no. God is within me. I don't think I'm God. It was kind of like, oh, we're in a gray area here. I know I'm God. I don't think mm-hmm. it. I know it. Um, I gotta give it up to Lisa. I love when she goes to bed. She just says, it's okay to just go to bed. And I love that. We should normalize just going to bed. So thank you, Lisa, getting that message out there. But then she ended up not going to bed. I know, but still the message was there before she ended up just giving away presents with Mary the rest of the night. Um, My final thought was this was an episode that we were truly in conflict the whole time with one small reprieve where Heather was with her estranged sister. But other Another than that, we hers. were in a full-on fight the whole episode. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about this. We didn't have a lame cooking class. We no. didn't have a lame We didn't have any trip. gen. We didn't have any gen. It was just conflict. So I watched this with Pat, and he's like, is that the one who got arrested? No. Is that the one who got arrested? No, Pat, I already told you. She's not in this episode. That's the one who got arrested. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out which one well, was Well, they gen. all look crazy guilty because as Heather yelled to all of them, we were all complicit. And then they kept continuing being complicit. It's crazy that they are so fearful of Mary when she's actually in the room. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. She must be an actual force that does have amazing cult leader qualities if they all bow down immediately when she shows up and though i don't see it they must be there because they do all roll over for her i think she's also so erratic like it's kind of you don't feel like you can ever have solid footing with her so you're Mm -hmm. kind of always on edge her power really is incredible because she has the spell over them while there's like a whole crew of people there as well while they're while people are shooting these scenes of them together they're still under mary's trance it's remarkable Mm-hmm. Um, my final thought is something I didn't even remember until you brought it up, Julia. Heather sister brunch that they had. Mm-hmm. Heather was kind of, I don't know, the way that they were speaking to each other did not feel like sisters who haven't seen each other. It was kind of, it had a weird vibe to it. I can't put my finger on it, but it was weird. Do you guys think it Heather was Heather felt kind of like defensive. So she was like being kind of like insulty and like... That's trying to come off as yeah. too familiar with her. That's what I thought too. But then the sister kind of did it back, but neither of them seemed offended by it. It was just kind of my read odd. on it, and it's gonna be really sad. Oh, no. But my read on it is that the sister desperately wants a child. She brought it up multiple times. She's unsuccessful in that, and she's resentful that she hasn't been able to have a baby. And I feel like she might be feeling like she's being punished for something and that was my read and i could be way Mm -hmm. wrong but it that stuck out to me like a sore thumb no i caught that too that the sister was saying that she is jealous of the life that heather has and i'm Mm -hmm. like really you are but that makes sense and the daddy issues going on in that conversation were laid out on a platter for us all to observe and that was also Mm -hmm. rough yeah, I totally agree. Well, uh, let's go to a show where there are totally no daddy issues at all. Vanderpump! Perfect! <laughs>
going to start us off. Don't think that ice bath helped James with his anger issues very much. Just no, put that out there he the couldn't universe. even make it in the ice bath for more than two seconds. I was disappointed. And that worm Schwartz just getting a nice bath, even though he's not supposed to be having a bath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we see right through that. Um, speaking of James, what do we think of the James Brock photo shoot? I am weirdly Team James on this one. Alex, I am as thoughts? well. I'm oh, so I glad. am too. At okay. first, I was like, James, you're not going to go to his event. But now it's he. Okay, now it's a photo shoot. Okay, he's kind of using James to promote it. Okay, that's one thing. Oh, he wants like, them to post it on Instagram. Friends. Now you're just having him do a paid promotion for you. Yeah, that's and he different. did take him to the ice bath. But but Bravo took him to the ice bath. I'm trying yeah. to fix your psyche. <laughs> James did kind of end up rolling over at the end of this one, and I felt like he should have stood strong. The way these people make money is getting paid for their Instagram posts. Yeah. And Sheena's mm-hmm. current squeeze, and if history were to teach us anything in both Brock's history and Sheena's history, Brock ain't going to be around forever. So he's using these people while he can. And I see why James feels used. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. And I think that James was in the right. Um, Also, the fact that Raquel told Sheena that James wanted to get paid for it. Like, that just shows that she's not on his side. And I don't blame her. I'm not saying that's wrong. But you can see the breakup coming. That's why they're splitting up. Over this photo shoot. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one reason. Nah, I could count the amount of reasons on Brock's one hand. <laughs> he, he lost his pinky, mm-hmm. right? I was trying he to lost like, his pinky and then the tip of his, what is this, your, your ring finger? finger? Oh, yeah. no, your ring finger. And then it looked like they kind of moved it over. I they hadn't noticed, though. You think that. he would have noticed? I had not noticed until then that he's only had four Well, fingers. I think he probably feels self-conscious, so he only uses his good hand. Lala took the words right out of my mouth when Brock was saying, I need to provide for my child and... Or Sheena says it. Lala says, or three children, but who's counting? Yeah, I I actually said that out loud right before Lala did. So thank you, mm-hmm. Lala. I don't think that Lala is like, I know that she has a history of being kind of the worst, but right now I like Lala more than I like Sheena, who I used to really, really like. Sheena is just rubbing me the wrong way of like a girl who totally abandons all of her friends when she gets a new shitty boyfriend and all of her friends are like, please break up with him. He's the worst and she won't listen, and then she'll break up, and then she'll need you to pick up the pieces. So I am going to be Team Sheena on this Charlie debate. And this is my reasoning. So Charlie thinks that Sheena didn't stand up on the ass grab. One, I think Charlie handled that by herself perfectly. Mm -hmm. She got the guy to quit grabbing her ass. She introduced him to her boyfriend. Case closed. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's done. They're in a drinking environment. She stood up for herself perfectly. Sheena stood there and giggled, but also Sheena was probably a little drunk, and I wouldn't be so annoyed at my friend. I would need to bring this up at a tea party if that had happened to me personally. Like, I would have taken care of it myself. My boyfriend would have been there. I wouldn't have needed Sheena in that instance. Sheena is really good friends with Charlie from their San Diego quarantine days. And I do believe that Sheena, as an OG of Vanderpump, is the reason Charlie is on this show. And here's the thing. Sheena's the reason there is a show. Correct. A hundred percent. So I think that Sheena 
receiving Charlie's scrutiny is just kind of like, I'm not going to say anything because I'll end up looking like a shitty person, but this is bullshit. That she's I, coming after I me would for agree this. with you, except for when Charlie said that Sheena has made her cut friends out and all that stuff. That's the only kind of prime where I'm like, hmm. I just love Sheena Shay. For some reason, I'm a ride or die, and I'm riding and oh. dying. Well, she's just I'm, being so stupid. I'm a ride or die, too, because this is just, this is how the show started, was with everyone dumping on Sheena. Uh-huh. For like the most minute thing. So even when it is like a bigger thing, you just feel feel for Sheena. And that's what I, season one through whatever, I love Sheena when Stassi is being so mean to her. I'm like, why are people picking on this poor girl? But right now she's just not rubbing me the right way. Her telling Lala, you should have been there for me when I had my miscarriage. Meanwhile, Brock is golfing. But this is the Sheena we love and adore. This lack of like self-awareness is something that we just hold on to and cherish. The problem is all of the new second generation pumpers who came up last season all got fired. The men because they, me too, had to. And then Charlie's the only one who made it. And I truly believe that's because Sheena vouched for her. So for Charlie to Mm -hmm. then go after her as her plot point... I see why Sheena's just a little annoyed. I'm worried about Raquel after James, she and James break up, you know, in the future of the show, because Raquel does not give enough for her to have her own. And I Googled this week, Raquel's second nose job, and um, I came out flat. So I don't know. If she got it? If she got it. Did Ariana's foot fetish sales help fund this? Who knows? I can't. I don't think we pixel for that much, so I don't think so. I know. Did she get like ten dollars a picture, Alex? Do you have any insight? How much do fetish pictures? Uh, no, I don't. I have no idea. I have no. Uh, no, no clue. No clue at all. <laughs> okay. This has been the season. I like to call the humiliation of Schwartz. It has been a delight to see. Yes. It's just been the longest time coming, and he just gets kicked over at every turn. He even got LVP on his butt. Did he get and it in he, red or yeah, is red. it pink? Yes, it's in red. Okay, it would make more sense if it were pink. And even though Schwartz humiliated himself at Pickleball, I think the one that looked the most embarrassing was Randall. Oh my God. For putting that entire thing together. Was that Brock who said this is like the biggest little man energy I've ever seen? Something like that. Yeah, and I usually yeah. don't agree with Brock, yeah. but A plus to Brock's assessment. And, and then he brought mm. the trophy to Tom. Tom. And he's the only one who gave a shit about this pickleball. Even Brock called it out. The least competitive, least caring person, Tom Schwartz, is the one you're competing with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are we ready for OC? Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Orange County. Who would have thought? My favorite right now. So it is very interesting because, you know, Heather was a OC housewife was gone and is now back and she is really maintaining that like boss girl energy she towers over the other women oh they all want to be her friend so desperately yeah and she can sense it and she is loving every second just because she's like way richer than everyone is that why I think so that's kind of the vibe I got or because she has a sort of like mythic presence in the bravo universe i mean probably both which is also the vibe i'm getting she's definitely a fan favorite like people were losing their mind Mm -hmm. when she came back noelle didn't do a lot this episode except for was a little bit too excited to talk to a child about 
sexuality. Like, I'm all for... That was a little too much. Yeah, I'm all for being like, oh, hey, like, I'm, by the way... I by also, the way by the way i am also bisexual if you ever need to come to me for anything that would be one thing but she was like a little too excited and then like went and hung on this what 16 year old it was and this is right after saying to shannon i'm gonna stand by your side the whole night immediately gets distracted and leaves shannon's side yeah that was great that was a great beat amazing and she is shannon's only ally now so Shannon has to like begrudgingly have a thank you lunch with her for really being on her team. Oh, poor Shannon. The future looks bleak. I like at the end of the day, the only person who's in trouble for any of this is Shannon. Yes. Well, Gina did get I'm going to kill the messenger. Yeah. But Gina and Emily then worked their weird magic on uh, Heather at lunch. Now mm-hmm. she, like, loves them. That was a wonderful... And the way that they were sitting... Did you guys notice that? As, like, a united front. They were sitting in an L shape. Yeah. Gina and Emily were sitting on one side, and then, like, on their, like, perpendicular to them was Heather. So they weren't sitting at, like, a table like a normal people would. They were sitting, like, like they had come before the queen. It was very odd. But Elizabeth, they also were really good at sitting before they're even told to sit down. They are very good at that. That was pretty funny. That was so hilarious. <laughs> sit down, sit down. Do we think Nicole was drunk during that party? I really hope so. Or is she just that dumb? I think she was shit-faced. Well, like Meredith in Salt Lake, I it's hard for me to tell what's going on with her and her reactions. Like I couldn't tell if she was upset by what was going on for a while until she started crying. So what blew my mind was, I don't know how I didn't catch this the first time, Heather and Nicole have been friends for six years. I don't think that information was given to us until this episode. Here's a weird detail with that in mind, because Terry goes up to her and goes, you're Nicole Weiss? Uh-huh. And then she says, yes, I am. And he's like, it's okay. We're friends. Like, of course, we're. it's like, it's so weird. Like, he says it as though, like, oh, you're the Nicole Weiss. But she had a different name. But she has st- a new name now. Okay. Okay. And that makes as sense. we get from Shannon, she does not look the same as she's looked 16 years ago. Also, and the suit was dropped, I personally call bullshit. I think that is a nice Bravo I think they just wanted to stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. Yes. They did not want to bring any more attention. And, like, doctors get sued all the time, but I highly doubt the suit was dropped. But one, the woman's never worked. So also, how else it explains like right? Terry and Heather's weird conversation, like the next day where they're like, "Oh, that was weird, right? Like, why would Shannon like want to do that? Like the way that they discuss it sounds like, yep, they're just trying to sweep this under the rug. Okay, every- they were saving face and boob, but everything about it was weird yep. and confusing because <laughs> Heather finds out, you know, Gina tells her that Nicole sued her 16 years ago. She, I'm off the show, Terry. I'm off the show. Get the cameras out of here. Blah blah blah. Brings down Terry, who's wearing a leather jacket. LOL. And now it's, oh no, it's okay. We're all friends. Don't worry about it. Like it, the energy levels did not match what was going on. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what was cut or what was said by production. Cause there is some very funky editing going on. No, there. but you'll never know pillow talk. Uh, Terry and Heather probably had a very private combo mm-hmm. in between all that. That was like, what's the best way we, how can we handle this? Mm-hmm. Get it to go away. How can we make it look? Yeah. Yeah. And they were there from like, 
the late afternoon to midnight and were never served an entree. Elizabeth, I don't know how long Heather and Terry were talking. They could have been coming up yeah. with this amazing scheme for two hours. Like, if you're there at a party till midnight, like, just serve the damn entree. And another thing we got to call bullshit on, $36,000. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. In your own house. You're not paying for a venue. Like, we saw the party. Yeah, like, how much does an HD ice sculpture cost? That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. And they also got, like, personalized chopsticks. But, I mean, like, does an oriental trading company, like, like, bust a move on them? Yeah. I, I yeah. call bullshit. Definitely. Um, a loving Dr. Jin, who was absolutely horrified by everything that was happening around her. Yes. She's truly a great addition. Mm-hmm. I love her. She seems like she's going to be a great chorus of the season, and I am excited for I'm this. looking forward to that, and looking forward to her clashing with her clientele. That'll be fun, too. When she like gets in a fight with Emily, that'll be so funny. Yeah, her, her hubby with the doggy. Honestly, I think we've been there, done that. I don't need to see that every episode. I'm sure I will. But you uh, do we all agree? Will. I feel like he's given us all that mm-hmm. he's got. And, you know, the swim mm-hmm. trunks with bright pink polo. Yeah. We're, we're good on. Yeah. Anything else will feel like it's put on for the show. It's not going to feel like, oh, this guy's authentically weird. I need Noelle to have her marriage to Sweet James fall apart on camera. That would be very great for me. I think it's going to, based on the previews. She cries a lot. He's not even in her little intro. Mm-hmm. So, yikes. Um, but she talks so highly of him, episode one. And as of right now, Nicole, not doing it for me. I don't like looking at her nose. It's freaky. And she didn't give me a storyline. But she did bring on one of my favorite two-liners, and that is from my new favorite duo who knew I liked Emily and Gina. And that is when Emily yells at her, you have no education and you've never had a job, so fuck you. And then Gina responds, you know what? I feel like there's still potential here. Very genuine. I loved it, too. I I wrote that down as well. Gina's like, I feel like they're like, just get out, get out. Oh, okay. And I think that Emily is needed, and I can't believe it. I mean, her husband, such a low bar was set for him. I do not need him in any scene ever. But Emily, I will take on. Uh, who I think is in trouble cast-wise, if I was a producer watching this, as of right now, I would say, um, Noelle better step it up, but you know who I really am worried about? Hmm. Shannon. Why? Because you don't think that she'll be able to handle being, like, the point of scrutiny again? Yeah. I feel like this is a role that she's always finding herself in. She is. I think that she's always kind of, like, the, you know, us against them. I think she's always the them, but I don't know how much longer Mm -hmm. she can kind of handle that and take it on. Well, she views herself as, like, the puppeteer. You can clearly tell by giving Gina and Emily this information. She viewed it going one way, and it definitely backfired. She has no one on her side, so I can't imagine this going what on next season no what i'm not counting on noel for anything noella noella they're best noella. friends elizabeth noella noella see so we don't even know noella. also it's a good thing nicole's not a main cast member because it'd be so hard to tell her and emily apart mm-hmm. as emily points out <laughs> yes all right are we ready for awards so funny. yes yeah. please. <laughs>
All right, awards. I'm going to start us off with the Don't Be All Like Uncool Wiki Feet Failure Award. <laughs> Named after us from a couple uh, episodes ago. We tried to get mm-hmm. a wiki feet going for Mia because her A five-star wiki feet. We yes, succeeded in getting her a wiki feet. Was it five stars? No, it was not. Because it turns out, do you know who's more on wiki feet than Bravo viewers? Regular wiki feet viewers. And they are not nice. So that's a mm-hmm. oopsie. They see on- a lot of feet. They're very critical. I know. That's an oopsie on our part. Uh, I award this to the ladies of Vanderpump, who I think thought, we can just upload pictures of our feet and people will come flocking. And that is not the way it works. Mm-hmm. People are very, very picky. So uh, congratulations to them and especially to Ariana, who's the only one to have sold a wiki feet foot. Yes. Congratulations, Ariana. Alex, your award. My Bravo Ordering at Restaurants Sequence Award. Named after the best sequence in any Bravo show. When they go to a restaurant and order something for a very long time. Goes to OC, which had three back-to-back sequences of cast members going to restaurants and then taking a very long time ordering at them. We had Dr. Jen and her husband, Emily and her husband, and then Emily and Gina meeting uh, Heather. It was great. Back-to-back fun. So congrats, OC. My award is the Ramona Singer Apology Award, which which turns out to hold the same weight as a kumbaya promise. And this kumbaya promise is a promise that Emily and Gina made to Shannon. And like Ramona, when she apologizes, none of us take it on. We all wave it off. And so must we wave off the kumbaya promise. And to that, congratulations, Gina who does not take a kumbaya promise on. Very nice. Well, I think we have our same three shows next week, right? They've kind of been taking random shows away from us every other week. So uh, that's it. But we did get the lovely announcement that we get Summer House in nearly just a month. And ooh, the previews looked good. So I am so excited for that. I am not just the single season guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> poor julia no julia no gabby i know uh makes sense to me yeah she didn't dump her boyfriend she didn't get yeah oh on totally the show. yep well thank you guys so much for joining me thank you elizabeth anytime you can catch new episodes of the don't be all like uncool podcast every monday on apple podcast spotify google podcast and podbean you can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.